Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Everybody, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the latest midnight snack. Um, it is. It could possibly be a seven-parter. I'm figuring out how many parts is this episode going to be sliced into. I'm here with my dear friend and co-host Dan Acton. Hi, Dan. Hey, Michelle. Um, I'm, I'm so much better. I'm so much better than I was the last time we talked. I have to give the listeners a heads up because we were going to record yesterday with a guest who has very generously agreed to rebook. Things came up. It couldn't happen. I had to fly also to Dublin yesterday. I was just, when I tell you at my wits end, 
Like I, I felt so tired. There have been a handful of times in my life where I felt that tired. And the one that really comes to mind is freshman year when I was packing up my dorm. And it was really the first time I had ever <laughs> packed. So I didn't know yeah. the stress of moving. Like I, it was like, right. you know, it was like um, Fisher Price moving day. Like just like, what do we do? I put <laughs> yeah, things in boxes. Like I don't know how this works. And I remember I was up. I waited, of course, to the last minute. And at one point I was up all night. I didn't even have that much stuff, but just putting everything in boxes. And I looked in the mirror and saw myself and I couldn't keep my tongue in my mouth. Like my tongue was, <laughs> I remember I looked and I looked like I needed like an aid or someone to help me. <laughs> Do you know what like, I mean? Like I just yeah, did not yeah. look okay. And, uh, that was the most exhausted I had ever been. And I feel like yesterday was like a very close second because I was so tired. But Dan and I, Dan very generously agreed after work, hands work at 6 p.m., which is 10 p.m. our time. He agreed yeah. to record with me uh, an episode, which people have actually been requesting. I call it a lukewarm topics day where there's no guest and it's just me and Dan and we're just shooting the <laughs> shit right. yeah. and like doing what we want to do. And I'm telling – so we recorded it. That is not what you're hearing now. Now I've slept. I have makeup on. I'm in a bodysuit. There's sun is streaming through the window. Now I feel like a new woman. Last night, I felt like if they just left David Blaine in that glass coffin and just like forgot and like no one checked on him. You know what I mean? Just like two weeks later, they're like, oh my God, he buried himself alive. We got to go check. Um, it's a great reference and I'm back. I'm telling you, <laughs> the brain is at 100% based on that reference alone. So long story short, we did record an episode yesterday, but it was so bad. I actually thought, I said to Dan, look, and we recorded for like an hour, Dan. Yeah. And that was, yeah, and, and with two takes as well. Yes! <laughs> I, I called it the Honeymooners we were, Lost episodes. <laughs> yeah. Go on. No, we recorded for six minutes. I don't think we even sent that over. No, <laughs> like, I, did, I didn't send my... That's totally gone, yeah. The six-minute one, I still have it. I did not send it over because <laughs> it was, it, it just was like me making whale son, sonar noises. Like, I wasn't even talking. And then we did <laughs> a second hypnotic, take. Yeah. Yes, we did a second take. And I'm just telling everyone, because we're going to let you hear it. But I really said, Dan, we have to record a lucid intro. And I felt like, you know, for people who listen to this every week, who think they know me, everyone's like, oh, you know, because they hear me talking in their ears and people really get a sense of who we are. And I feel like if you want a 360 degree view of who I am, then one of the ways to get to know me is to be with me when I'm on almost no sleep and just absolutely so tired. And I want you to see if in this episode, like you would still want to be my friend, you know, like, would you still hang out with me? Because if you can't handle me at my worst, <laughs> finish it off, Dan. Don't deserve me at my best. At my best. <laughs> so that's what that is. But we can do a little like lucid intro here, Danny boy. How you been? Yep. How have you been? I'm perfect. I don't need another night's sleep. <laughs> I am so great. Good. I'm so good right now. You don't even know. Um, it's, uh, it's great. I'm, my neighbors are here, by the way. I'm going to meet them downstairs once we're done with this little intro. I'm in oh, Dublin for the weekend. I'm excited. I have a big weekend ahead. Mm-hmm. Did you go uh, straight to bed right after last night? Literally. Like are we? My laptop. <laughs> I folded my laptop down and then my back folded back like the laptop lid. I was like, fold, fold. I went, I couldn't keep my eyes open. I was so tired. I, um, I've been trying to get you to watch that movie, uh, Deep Water. Yes. The Ben, uh, 
what's his name? Ben um, Affleck. I keep wanting to say yeah. I keep wanting to say Ben Stiller. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the, Ben Vereen. <laughs> that yeah, Ben, ben Vereen vehicle. Oh, that would brilliant, be great. Brilliant talent. Oh my god, same. I wish. Go on. Um, no, I, I watched the the new uh, Deepwater this weekend, and I really loved it. It's the funniest movie. I, I when you see it, you'll die laughing. Wait, really? He's, um, yeah, it's so funny. It's like Ben Affleck is sort of maybe a cuck who a cook like, or a cuck cuck whose wife can we say that yeah whose wife when they go to parties she just immediately starts making out with guys okay and it happens throughout the whole movie so there's like a, a hundred shots of ben just being like oh babe oh don't do that babe <laughs> meanwhile he's very wealthy because he invented drones and uh, now he spends his time raising snails in the basement. Like, it's just so funny. Like, all the details are hilarious. So far, can I just stop you? Well, I just yeah, have to say, yeah. so far has the um, has hints of Tyler Perry. Like, the things you're describing is kind very of, Tyler yeah. Perry with the infidelity. And then, what was yeah. that movie, Acrimony, which I actually loved. With yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right, right, Where right. that guy was like, I'm almost there, babe. I'm almost inventing it. And then they cut to yeah. what he's inventing. And it's a 13-inch television with a lightning bolt on it. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that is what it's like. It's like Gone Girl. It's like Tyler Perry's Gone Girl. Sort oh, of. actually, I'm sorry. Um, that, that's how they should have marketed yeah. it. Okay, go on. Oh, yeah. And the last 20 minutes are hilarious. But so it's a Patricia Highsmith novel. Right. And there was a French movie from 1981 Ooh. made of it um, with Isabel Huppert. And I watched that last night. Ooh. It has all the same plot points, but since it's French and like well-directed, it was like a great movie. Really? What was the name <laughs> of that? Like, Deepwater? Uh, it's also, yeah, it's basically also called Deepwater. It's like, oh, pro, profondos or something. Like, uh -huh, yeah, that sounds French right. for Deepwater. Mm -hmm. It was great. And even, like, there's a very funny scene in the original where, like, or in the new one where um, she has her latest, like, college friend who's really hot over. And they're making dinner. And he's like, oh, we don't have anything for dinner. Why don't we cook the snails, no. uh, your pet snails in the basement? <laughs> and Ben Affleck, like, freaks out <laughs> and screams at him. <laughs> they can't cook as snails. Even that scene in the French one was like weird, but like kind of cool and like uh, neat. So artsy. Anyway, that's what I did. Well, also yeah. like it just makes. Even though I know that Patricia Highsmith herself, which I want to discuss her for a second, uh, it makes yeah. complete sense because she was like apparently obsessed with snail snails, and it actually makes sense in a French film, given how much a part of their cuisine it is that yeah, somebody actually, in yeah. France would have snails where right. Ben Affleck, I mean, unless they're serving him a Duncan, <laughs> like maybe I missed that's it exactly, next to the munchkins. That's so funny. Yes. <laughs> why are they, why yeah. is he raising snails? In the French one, they, they were like at least able to say escargot. Like, yeah. should we have escargot? Like it sort of made sense, but like this guy was just like, Hey, why don't you, we uh, eat, your snails. And it sounds it sounds like <laughs> um, bestiality here because it's so uncommon. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me say this is that I read a tweet. Yeah. So, you know, Patricia Highsmith wrote the book, which I have read, but to one of my all-time favorite movies, The Talented Mr. Ripley, which I, I to this yeah. day say is the most beautiful, visually exciting film, best acted. It's in Italy. I always feel like I go on a hot, sexy vacation with like yeah. gay Matt Damon and Hachid Law with the oar. I just love right. the whole movie beginning to end. Um, and she went to Barnard, which you know is where I went to college as well. Oh, uh, when she went there, um, it was Columbia did not accept women. So for example, Martha Stewart, Joan Rivers, these Barnard grads 
and they did go to Barnard, but it was like they had no choice. Whereas now you can go to either yes. Barnard or Columbia. That's not the point of the story. Somebody I know sent a tweet out, which said that Patricia Highsmith was an anti-Semite. Now, uh, what I know about her, and I'm sure you know this, lesbian, obviously, and like a voracious lesbian, like not just your casual kind, like a almost a womanizer, actually, from what I've read about her, which is interesting. And I was like, yeah. anti-Semite, like that's a bummer because yeah. I love Ripley. And I just was always like, oh, Patricia Highsmith right. went to Barnard. Like it was a very, I was excited that she went there because it's just like a cool thing. Yeah. And I'm yeah. reading about her, and she was such a massive Jew hater and possible, like, Holocaust denier. Like, she was just horrendously hateful towards the Jews, except two of her, like, apparently most, uh, you know, what do you want to say, luscious? What's the word I'm looking for? Like, fiery <laughs> affairs. No, you know what I mean. Two okay. of her oh, most yeah, I see. I see. Um, intense Ardent. affairs were yeah. with Jewish women. So it's like, well, Patty, let's figure it out. Highsmith or Lowsmith? Yeah, I need to know. So, but you know what reminded me of like... Get her on. Get, we got to get her on. We got to get her on. I want to talk to Patricia Highsmith. No. But I... And also she has major... Every picture I saw of her in this Daily Mail article that I read about her being a Jew hater, she looked exactly yeah. like Fran Lebowitz. I was like, oh my God. That's like... Yeah. Yeah, she yeah, looks yeah, yeah, like... True. True, she's true, like true. a waspy Fran Lebowitz. Like she just looks like she yeah. was always wasted. And she also loved snails. I think she also kept snails, which is how that ended up in this movie. But... Yeah. But it's like, this is one of those things where I'm like, ah. Oh. It actually reminds me of... Um, what is it? On Maury? May his show rest in peace. On Maury Povich. When they'd have like... I can't be racist. It's like a Klansman. Like, I can't be racist. I married a black woman. But they have, like, the hood yeah. on. You're like, wait. Right, right, There's, right. like, the, yeah, that exactly. kind of a thing. But it bothered me. And I'm like, ugh, I yeah. wish I didn't know that. Like, wouldn't it be better not to know? She's dead. So who cares? It's like Roald Dahl. Yeah. Roald Dahl is another one. Roald Dahl, who is, was a, a very, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm telling you, I'm still brain dead. He was cut. I think I had COVID and that my mind is rotting. One of the side effects of COVID is like poor memory. I'm like, I had it because where did my brains go? Um, but he was a sympathizer, big Nazi sympathizer, Roald Dahl. And, mm, yeah. and it's like, can't I just read James and the Giant Peach and not have to think of Hitler? Like, can't I it's just? very weird. So yeah. weird. It's awful. But then you know the truth, Dan? I think everybody was a Jew hater back then. Like, find you think that like Johann Brahms loved the Jews? I mean, I'm just saying. No, yeah. I assure yeah. you, if you went into Mozart's diaries, there was something about how he hated like his banker. I don't know. There right, there right, had right. to be something. So I, I don't think I can I think I have to like release these grudges. I just don't know. I had no idea about Patricia Highsmith and I had read some about Roald Dahl. I and didn't know he, either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because he, in the first version of like Willy Wonka, like yeah. it was the, the, whatever, where the like people that work in the Oompa factory, Loompas, yeah. Oompa were like from Africa or something. Like, really? They, and he, he changed it. Yeah. It was really bad in the first version. No. And then, but he changed. Uh, and then they were hippies because like the next time they released it, it was like in the sixties or seventies or something. And like now they were like blonde hippies, whatever. Every ten but, years uh, he changes it depending. Yeah, on yeah, right, right. And then in yeah, the eighties, exactly. <laughs> yuppies. <laughs> Wait, coked up oompa loompas would have been a great twist though. In little Patagonia vests, just being like oompa loompa doopity. Have I told you about crypto? Like just yeah. constantly <laughs> French cuffs. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, it's it's a so it's a it's tough a problem. One. I don't it's know. A toughie. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, this is the part of the podcast I'm doing on sleep. <laughs> so buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Things. Uh, the name of this episode I just came up with. It's going to be called Downhill from Here <laughs> because trust <laughs> me when I tell you, it's all downhill from here. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think about anything else. I'm in Ireland. I woke up this morning. I bought a leather dress. Shocking, I know. Uh, oh. Yeah. Everyone's very Irish here. Like, everyone is just incredibly kind. A woman last night, because I did go to get dinner, and I was caught in this... It actually... I'm telling you that I've gotten dumber. I feel it. I don't know why it is. Maybe, like, not being in New York has slowed me down. I'm being honest. Because yesterday, I walked up to this... I actually wasn't (laughs) going to talk about this, but now I'm ready. I went to go to this restaurant just because I was hungry, and it was near where I'm staying. And it... It was called like Barrels or something, but it was actually, I didn't realize this until I got there in a hotel. It was like, but a separate restaurant, but you had to walk in through the hotel, if that makes sense. So I see a door that says Barrels, like with the awning, and I walk over and on the door, there's like big gold arrows pointing like that away. So I'm like, oh, clearly the door is that way. So like I walk back down the sidewalk to what looks like the hotel's front doors and there's a sign. It's like a roped off thing with a sign being like, not. Don't no 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 not this entrance like wrong entrance. I must have walked back and forth between right. those signs three times. Like you would think after the second time, like I would know clearly the door is like not anywhere near something's going on. And what was funny is right. that I it was kind of on a dark street, and I thought, well, at least no one's here to see me like in one of my dumber moments. And all of a sudden, I just heard and I look, and this woman was rolling down her window. She's like. You want help finding the restaurant, do ya? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, were you just like watching me like a rat just run in circles? <laughs> I seriously must have, I mean, it was far. It was like a half a block. I must have gone back and forth legitimately <laughs> three times. And she was like, well, because the windows, I mean, it looked like that's where the entrance should be. She's like, ah, oh, you're in the yeah. wrong street. You got to go where it says car park, make a left. Then you're going to make another left. Then it's uh, uh, the entrance is there and then you're going to go. And it genuinely was like <laughs> Legends of the Hidden Temple, me finding this fucking restaurant. <laughs> then you go I, and then she's the owner. <laughs> welcome, <yeah>. welcome. <laughs> it's Willy Wonka. I walked through. Yeah, it's like Narnia. Yeah. I was like, wait, yeah. <laughs> this isn't a real door. Um, But I got there and then I paid 26 fucking euros for a salad in Ireland. I don't get it. I don't want to know, but that's what happened. <laughs> so anyway, that was my night. Then we recorded the podcast. I was so tired, but I feel great. And I'm ready to hit the streets of Ireland. I don't know what they hold for me. I'm not a beer drinker. So, you know, it's going to be interesting. Oh, also I downloaded that podcast you recommended and I listened to a couple today. Oh, do you like it? I'm not going to say the name of it, if that's okay, because I don't want to slag off the girls. Okay. I'm going to say this. Dan and I are in many ways kindred spirits when it comes to our lives. He like, you hear a gunshot and he just like blew his brains out. (laughs) Dan! Mousetrap just landed (laughs) on my neck. Biggest insult. Anyway, it's really cracking me up. Woo, anyway, but no, you and I bond a lot. Like we we read the same yeah. relationship books, and we're yes. we are in a similar. And it's really you, honestly, recommending things to me, like a self help track. And I I listen to you because I trust you, and so you recommended this podcast. 
And I actually paid two ninety nine to listen to it. I don't want to talk about it. She I didn't just, have to. I fell That's for just it without ads. But no, but it's okay. like for the most recent episode, I had to for the last like five oh, of funny. them. Anyway, whatever. Okay. So I paid three dollars. Yeah. I can cancel it. And I'm walking around. And what I found annoying about them, and I'll say this, even with my tired episode coming up, which we're gonna <laughs> cut to, that I'm I'm my own guest this episode, and it's tired, Michelle. That's actually kind of funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah <it's> like- <laughs> Even with me in the way I was, at least like we still speak naturally. I felt like the whole thing was so scripted. And I'll tell you what really bothered yeah. me. You know where they're like, when Eleanor went on a date, oh my God, you won't even believe the things she's been through. Like that? <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, can you talk like a normal person? I found it annoying. Sorry. All right. Well, some of those are scripted, man. I know, but uh, the other thing was they had um I'll say this, they had one episode was bad first date, so of course I listen. And the good thing yeah. about them is they're very short, which I like. So I listened to that one, and this girl tells a story of how she went on a first date as a teenager. Did you listen to the episode? Uh, I'm not sure which one you, you're talking she about. She went on a first date as a I, teenager. I didn't, I didn't pay for the newest ones. I'm, <laughs> I'm on the free track. Sorry. I think it's an old one. <laughs> okay. Okay, relax. Right. <laughs> this girl went on a first date where the guy said to her, um, hey, like, can we hop in your car and made her buy him a hundred tacos? Did you hear that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard that one? Yeah. And like, yeah, that's crazy. It actually is a funny story, but I actually thought she did not tell it well. I'm like, that. if that happened to me... It would be an hour-long Dateline special story. Like, it would be so much fun. And I felt like she told it so matter-of-fact, just like, and there was lettuce falling all over his lap. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I can't believe I'm, she's ruining a, what could be a great story. And then they cut back to the host, and they were like, well, it really helps that, like, Eleanor is so hilarious. <laughs> I was like, she's not funny. I got pissed. I don't know. Anyway, the point is, listener... You did the right thing listening to us because we are funny, we are natural, we are unscripted. <laughs> we tell it like it is. Ain't that yeah. right, Dan Acton? <laughs> no filter. That's us. No filter, baby. <laughs> no Brita. We got no Brita on this episode, honey. We are giving oh. you all the black specks, <laughs> all those coal shards that pour out of that filter when you buy it. All right. Listen, um, so here's what's happening now. Dan, anything else? You talk about some things in the Tired episode coming. Yeah. Wait, did what? you mention that you're running for office? Do you want to say something about that? Uh, sure. For all the people, all the listeners that live on like the two blocks surrounding my house. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I'm running for a county county committee council, something okay, like that. Do you know what you're running for? Because I'm startled that you don't even know what um, <laughs> it's called. I mean, that's the like county, this is a terrible stump speech, Dan. Uh, but I, I, as part of the county committee, uh, am determined to go to the one to two meetings a year that is required <laughs> of me. And, uh, yeah, it's just something I'm doing, but I need to get signatures from people in my neighborhood to appear Mm -hmm. on the ballot and I've fallen behind. Um, All right. So today's the day. So yeah, today's the day. I think you should go today. It looks like it's a nice day there. Sunny. It does. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, go, um, go find Dan and just sign his thing for him for whatever county (laughs) committee commissioner shit he's, I don't even know. You don't. Quincy. Yeah. Quincy, Quincy Adams. Okay. Um, well, Dan, it's been a real treat. And I want to say thank you really from the bottom of my heart for putting up with me. And I ge- that is a, <laughs> this is a genuine thank you to you for yes. being a supportive friend, doing this show, and dealing with me last night because it, I, it could not have been easy. Anytime. 
I love you, Dan. And here it is, the most tired I'll ever be on Midnight Snack. Enjoy. Hey, guys, it's Michelle Collins, and it's Midnight Snack. Can I can I just fess up about something, Dan? I think I need to tell people. We Dan yeah. and I recorded. This is going to be like the honeymooners lost episodes. <laughs> Dan and I, Dan and I <laughs> recorded six minutes of pod already. We had there is six minutes of footage, audio recording that we did, and it was so bad that I said, Dan, we got to start over, and so we're starting it over. It was so bad. I said, I can't even send this to these professional people I work with. It was too much. So we're starting fresh. We're starting anew. It's Michelle Collins. It's so late. I think it's 1040 where I am. I'm in Dublin, Ireland. Dan's done with work. You look so professional, Dan. Hi. Thanks. Hi. How are you doing? I'm okay. Cheers. Cheers to you. I don't have a drink. I'm just touching my um my horribly disfigured feet after all the walking I did this weekend. But I, I'm good. Mm. Yeah. I know. Get excited. I'm good. Um, I flew in to Dublin today. It was a pretty easy flight. I made one serious mistake, which is I thought it would be easy for me to just like, I didn't bring a wheeled suitcase. I just brought a duffel because I figured, oh, I'm just going. It's like an hour flight. Like it'll be easy four days. But the thing is, is that even in a duffel, I still pack like 40 pounds of stuff. Like even in, I'm basically doing Mm. CrossFit through the airport hoisting this massive right. duffel like when people get back from Iraq you know when you see them with like their huge thing it's yeah, me yeah, with like a like... Samsonite toad it all or whatever they call those things <laughs> through the airport and it was impossible like to move around was almost impossible for me like to actually move <laughs> oh my god I was in hell I took a little Duffy bag with me a little Karen Duffy bag shout out we love her and uh yeah and I'm in Ireland Hillary Duffel a little Hillary duffel bag. Yeah, I voted for her back in 2016. <laughs> and then she, she didn't win. Hillary duffel lost the election. I was heartbroken. Still am. Still am. Um, so, so, no, so things are fine. I'm okay. Um, I also, <laughs> and I'm telling you. I can't explain it to you. I'm so fried. Like, I haven't slept all for the past few nights. I'm so exhausted. But got to do the pod. Got to have a new pod. So we're, like, doing the pod. So for those who are used to, like, nothing but lols, get less excited. I think it's going to be a fun episode, though. It's just Dan and I. We were going to have a guest, and then I had to reschedule for personal things. And people have been demanding an episode of just Dan and I. I wish I was fresher and, like, funnier, but we'll make it work. (laughs) I think it's going to be great. Setting the expectations nice and low. Uh, Dan, the results are in. People love your laugh. And I actually feel like you're holding back now. And I'm like, we need to discuss this. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was was thinking, well, okay. I was thinking like, is this, do I need something like a screen? No. Does that, does that thing like amplify your laugh or like, I don't even know what it does. All you, the only thing you need is a big piece of saran wrap when I start smashing watermelons (laughs) over the Zoom. That's all you need. You're perfect the way you are, honey, baby boo. You don't need to do anything. I think you look great. You know what I like about Dan? He works from home, but you look so professional. You got a button down on. You look great. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I find it helps. Yeah. But I'm all like shorts and no shoes underneath. Oh, I'm in. I mean, I don't want to talk. I'm wearing my ABBA t-shirt from the ABBA museum that 
<laughs> is like the only pajama shirt I own. Um, so wait, I have to turn the TV off because Naked Attraction is on. And every time I look up, it's just a close up of like penises and vaginas. And it's actually nauseating. Like, I don't want to see it as I'm turn talking to Turn the camera you. around. <laughs> Let me see. That's the whole thing. (laughs) Naked Attraction is the best show. And the funny thing is I've seen, I'm such a perv that I've literally seen every single episode of it. Like there's not a peen or vag (laughs) as far as thine eye can see in England that I can't like identify because of the show. Wait, I had a crazy thing happen uh, this weekend. Yeah. Which I tweeted about, but I want to tell you because, um, so, you know, I... In my lifetime, I don't think there is a woman and frankly, probably some men who has not been like harassed, followed, had some kind of sexual thing like I've had, you know, I've had bad experiences in my life that we don't have to get into right now um, that were like, let's call it criminal. But then I've also had like just Mm. scary shit that happens on the street, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And I think also because I'm six foot one, um, you know, there's always been this thing in my mind where I'm like, well, I can defend myself. You know, I'm, I'm a tall woman. Like no guy is going to come after me. But then I forgot that there are like fetishists who want to be like stomped to death and they see me walking down the street and they're like, no, do you know what I mean though? It's like, they just, that's a half joke, (laughs) but that basically my height is meaningless because I'm still a woman and men are out there. And it doesn't matter if you're little, big, skinny, big, you name it. Dumb, big. Right. <laughs> I just keep saying things. <laughs> anyway, dumb or big, um, brunette or big, it does not matter. Okay. So I'm walking. This was on Saturday. I decided um, I had plans that day, but I was like, oh, I want to get dressed up and like walk around the town. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love a, I love a London stroll. You know me. I love also long legging it. It's one of my favorite things. Like, so I put together lately I've been dressing. My, my stylistic choices have been Pixar mom. Like I've noticed that about me. And I don't know Ooh. if it's also because physically I have famously a dump truck ass, but I'm not sure if it's like the, the DTA or the fact that I like wear bodysuits with pants and like over the knee boots. Like there's something going on with me where I'm just like, I'm a Pixar mom. So I am. I like it. Yeah. Well, they're the hottest cartoon characters. Uh, that's what they say. I think the Pixar yeah, dads are the, pretty hot too, though. The Pixar dad. Well, everybody's trying to be the Pixar dad too. That's the whole thing. And I think I've like done a screenshot to try to get the same clothes as like one of the Pixar dads. Oh my God. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I could, I could, I could pull that off. That's you, why I'm wearing this shirt. You do I look kind like, of look oh, like man. a Pixar dad. A little bit from yeah, Toy yeah, Story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's definitely like, toys. I was going to say, there's got to be a fraction of Disney adults who are only Disney adults because they want to fuck the Pixar parents. Yeah, the fraction is like 85%. <laughs> yeah, but then the other 15% is like, oh, fucking goofy, man. Goofy makes me hard. You know oh. what I mean? What? Oh, well, Goofy, Goofy isn't bad. Goofy and there's like an MGM uh, tall dog that is also pretty sexy. He used to wear like uh, overall with like one strap. Listen, huh. Dan, I'm here. I It's like <laughs> I've never seen you respond to something with that level of enthusiasm ever in our whole friendship. <laughs> As me saying, mentioning jokingly Goofy being hot. And then you went, ah, ooga, gung, 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 rolled out, eyes popping. How you is went, Goofy not? 
And hold on a minute. He's tall. Then you went, I, okay. Goofy looks like a hotter Pete Davidson. I agree. And Goofy, I've always said his big <laughs> BDE. He's got BGE. He has the same eyelids. He yeah. looks like Pete Davidson. He's got BGDE, big goofy dick energy. I've thought that before. And I know that in those overalls, he's hiding a real hog in there. We've all thought that. But I didn't know. You just said to, by the way, this hotel is going to come in a new hotel. They're going to be like, some woman is podcasting about Goofy's dick. Please shush her. We have children here. I'm begging you. <laughs> no, but you like. They're like sleeping with their like goofy <laughs> stuffed animals next door. You snapped to attention. You said, well, there's another tall dog who also wears overalls, except one side's down. Like, what? What are you talking about? Are you thinking about the big racist bear from. Splash Mountain? No, 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 I'm not. Yes, no, you are. MGM. Yes, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> so Dan has a crush on this dog. Are you talking about Rex? That dog named Rex something? I don't know what his name is, but he would like, like, I think he would do like of mice and men, like, I caught a, Oh, I, yes. Where'd he go, George? You know, yeah, because they all Hi. have massive cartoon dicks. That's why you like them. Like that guy, you know, Lenny from Of Mice and yeah. Men was rolling with some big meat in those oh, overalls. For sure. for sure, that's why he's Ooh, so stupid. I'd, All the blood went I'd to love his to dick. be like a little. <laughs> love to be a little bunny that he like cracks the neck. Mm. We're talking about. Listen, how do we get on cartoon dog dicks? I was talking about what happened to me Saturday. Oh, because oh, right, the right. Disney adults, Pixar mom, yes. we're back. I have a big dump truck ass. That is the thesis statement for this episode. And that is not the title before you get excited because I cannot be putting that on my Instagram. That's a bonus for people who listen. Okay. Anyway, long story <laughs> short, um, I've been doing like bodysuits, skinny jeans, over the knee boots, and I wore it out Saturday. And like these boots I have make me, you know, at least... I would say 6'3", because I'm 6'1", flat-footed. And by the way, I had my doctor measure me because I had a lot of guys go, you're not, you're taller than 6'1". Like, all, and I went... What? I never told you that. Like, it's a thing that guys no. do to, like... I guess it, what's the word I'm looking for? That it, uh, it kind of is a neg in a way, where they'll be like, you're not, you're huh. bigger than 6'1". You're taller. And it's like... What? Yeah, a lot. That happens to me a lot. Oh. And I'm like... That's weird. No, what? No, I'm six one. They go, no, you yeah, got, you're at least you? six two. You're they go, you're at least six two. You're six three, and I'm like, no, I'm literally six one. So I went to the doctor because I think I went on a date with a guy who was also six one, and I was like easily an inch or two taller than him. And the doctor, this was in New York, and the <laughs> oh, doctor was right. like, um, yeah, no, he's lying about his height. And I went, doc, I want to get measured. And he, I took my shoes off, and I was six one and like one little millimeter over it. You know what I mean? So that's six one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think if you were laying down, it would be like 6'3"? I wonder if you're like tall. Why? Because all my fat would melt out out of oh my, my skull and my feet? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Why would I be taller laying down, oh, Dan? Like stretching. I don't know. Because you're stretched out, right? No, I was in the street. Come on. <laughs> Why? Because my feet would all get right. fatter, Dan? <laughs> and my skull? Psycho. <laughs> 
I got a big old fat skull. Now listen, this is our worst episode ever. Skulls. How can we put this out on the airwaves? I don't know. It's like, but like, let's pretend it's like our sleepover. Like it's fun with me and Dan. Like you're our friend. You're listening. So wait, I still think we're putting out. We're it's it's going to be funny anyway. So listen. So I wear this. I wear this outfit out, and these boots make me. Easy 6'3". And I feel quite powerful in them. And I actually love wearing them. Like, I like long strides. Like, I love to really, like, take over the sidewalk and pass people. They call it in marathon running real estate. The difference between you and the person in front of you is is called real estate. Yeah. So I'm always, like, clocking the real estate. Like, got to catch up with that person. (laughs) You know, I'm, like, a monster. And anyway, so I... um. I had a great day when I did some like shopping. I had to run some errands, but I really felt like slick. Like I felt cute, felt good about myself, was enjoying my day. And I know you know this story, and I've definitely probably talked about this before here or either here on Sirius XM. But, um, you know, I had two incidences last summer. I really had three things happen to me here that were like safety concerns. Twice beforehand, I've been followed in London. Once was that really scary time where the guy... Like, I kept having people walk with me because he was really scary. And then yeah, yeah, these people who were so nice, like, walked me to basically this darkest, quietest street in London. They were like, you okay here? I was like, perfect. <laughs> and as I'm walking, it was like in a horror movie. As I was walking down this road, I turned around and the guy was behind me. And I lost uh, my shit and started screaming yeah. and was nuts. It was, like, actually probably one of the scariest safety things I felt for me. Um, yeah. Happened to me another time where a guy was, like, really following. And I stopped talking on the phone. And, like, 10 minutes later, walked and he was behind me again got in a taxi, like just, just shit like that. And I'm aware of it. But what's funny is that in New York, as far as I know, it's never happened to me. Like Hmm. I've had other things go down there, but I can't remember a time where I turned around and was like, Oh, this person is clearly following me. Yeah. That's interesting. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. So in the meantime, so I'm walking on Saturday and, uh, my feet at this point were, I mean, don't uh, beg in strips, like beyond in pain. I didn't wear good socks with them. I was just dying. But I was like, I, got, I was at this point almost, I had walked over eight miles at this point in like a high heel boot, Oof. a mistake. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I got to get to the bus. <laughs> got to get to the bus. So I, I'm walking towards the bus because the subway to whatever is packed. And I noticed behind me this little guy and he's got like a leather jacket on. And it's, he's, he's smaller than me for sure. Um, like a little, like a chocolate brownie kind of jacket. And he has, Mm. and it's zipped up and he has a leather hat on that my grandmother once had a hat like this that my brother and I jokingly used to call the Tito Jackson hat, but it was a very Jackson (laughs) five kind of hat, like a mushroom hat, you know, which has like a button in the middle. He had that kind of hat on, which already to me signifies this person's absolutely crazy. Like, Whatever is going on here, (laughs) I don't want to know from it. Like the hat, the jacket was one thing. The jacket actually wasn't bad. It was the hat. I was like, no, this hat. So I noticed (laughs) him and he was, and I was really walking fast and he was small and he was keeping pace with me, but like literally three inches Uh, to my right and right behind me. So I clocked him and I was like, okay, this is really strange. 
and by the way, Oxford Street is like packed. I mean, it's a mob scene. So, you know, part of me was like, well, maybe he's just like walking fast because sometimes, you know, also racing people. Yeah. I'm sure I've, by the way, right, right. I'm sure I've like terrified like thousands of people as I'm like, yeah, he was walking <laughs> right behind me. Like I always do that. <laughs> so, you know, maybe he's just like going somewhere. So I, whatever, keep right. walking. And, um, but then he really was like on my tail and I, I didn't like that. And so, there was one bus stop before where I was walking to maybe like two blocks beforehand. And I decided, yeah. let me wait packed full of people. I was like, let me wait here. Pretend I'm getting on the bus in case he's following right. me this way. Like, yes. Bye. You know? Yeah. That's smart. So thank you. So I stand there for like two minutes. I don't see him. He's also tiny. He's probably like five foot six. And I'm like, all right, like, um, you know, I got the go ahead. So I start walking again. And again, I'm at this point, like Lieutenant Dan, like I don't even have legs from below the knees. Like I'm in blue CGI stockings on the edge of the boat. I have nothing left. (laughs) That's how they made that film, by the way. So anyway, so I'm walking and, and I turn and he's next to me again. And I'm like, are what? you fucking kidding me? And I got really scared. And I turned. Did you make and, eye contact? Yeah. No, he was. Or did you just. Oh, okay. No. And he walked because I stopped because he was next to me again. And he blocked me. He stands in front of me. And I had my Air- huh? I had my AirPods in. So I, which by the way, you know, there's this thing where when someone has their AirPods in, you're obviously signifying like, hey, I don't want to talk to anybody. I have right. my AirPods in. No. So he stood there. I didn't hear what he said, but I was so freaked out. And also because I've just had bad experiences like any, which which by the way, even if I hadn't get the fuck out of my way, why are you following me? Yeah. But also, especially because I've been followed before and it's just like, it's awful, you know, and I got scared. Yeah. Funny. Okay. So anyway, so he stands in front of me and I say, no, like, I don't remember even what I said. I was just like, no, stop. No. And I made a hard left into a Primark that's almost by like Tottenham Court Road is where I was. And I was kind of shaking a little bit. I was upset, but I wasn't like, I wasn't like shaking, but you know, I was just like, ugh, like I hated that. Yeah, it's creepy. Yeah. Yeah, creepy. Anyway, and these three, maybe like 30 seconds later, these three young guys come in and one of them, the leader, I'm calling him, had came up to me, a handsome looking guy, very young, like 21 years old, but like dressed, you know, in streetwear, let's call it, and had a black teardrop tattoo next to his eye. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, and I took my AirPods out at this point and he was like, was he bothering you? Are you okay? And I was like, that is oh, actually nice. so nice. I go, thank you so yeah. much. I said, you know, he was following me for blocks and blocks. I tried to lose him. He was still behind me. And, but I said, you're really, you're really good guys. Thank you so much. Seriously for checking in on me. That's really nice. You know? And they were like, really sweet. And I'm like, Oh my God, are they, I was like, what gang are they in? I join it. Like, (laughs) I was like, that's a fun, (laughs) nice, thoughtful gang. Like I want to be in that one, you know? Right. Cause what's the teardrop tattoo about? That's what it is. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I think it could be any, like there are multiple things. Maybe. Is it a gang sign? I I think it's a gang thing. There used to be, yeah. Well, yeah, I heard that when I was a kid too. Yeah. But, um, well, any kind of facial tattoo. Well, no. There are people who have face tattoos. Remember the woman who, what did she get, stars in her face and then wanted them removed? Was there a woman in, like, Denmark? <laughs> no, there was some, You don't know this from years ago. This woman had star no. tattoos. I can't Google right now. So in the meantime, so they, they stopped and they said this, and I was, like, very grateful. And they left. And then I walked 
like I waited a couple minutes and I walked to my stop, but I was obviously like very paranoid the entire time. Also realizing yeah. that I have a mace pen in my purse. You know, I have a pen that has mace oh. in the cap, which I mean, he, well, yeah. the thing is this, like, cause you reached out, my brother texted to be like, Hey, cause we're going to get to the tweet that I sent out, but you guys were so sweet. Like, Hey, sorry, tweet, are you okay? I was completely fine. It was more that it was, I tweeted about it because of the guys that came into the store, not because of the guy following me, because I thought it was very chivalrous what they did and actually quite thoughtful. Yeah. Yeah. And I sent this tweet out basically, you know, saying exactly what I just said. Like, this guy, I didn't mention the Tito Jackson hat. I just said leather jacket and hat because I felt like that (laughs) made it funny. (laughs) So I was like, I can't, I don't want to make this funny, but it was a little bit funny. And I was like, guy in a leather jacket and hat, you know, was following me, blah, 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 told the story. And I said, and these three guys with teardrop tattoos came in and checked on me. And that was basically it. Thank you. Whatever. Yeah. This tweet ended up going viral. And I'm like, what? Like, I literally sent it on the bus. Like, I was taking, I got on the bus. <laughs> I sat, by the way, just to, you know, prove that I was still feeling strange. Usually, I always go to the second floor, right? Because I like it. It's like fun being yeah. up there. Right. I sat, like, very close to the driver, which I never do. But in case he got on the bus after me, like, I felt yeah. uncomfortable, you know? Yeah. So, I sat downstairs. That, yeah. Exactly. And, and I sent this tweet out. And it got, like, 25,000 faves. But the thing that's crazy about it. Yeah, it's weird. Is that it? Got, how does that happen? Yeah. Like, how does that happen? Are people just like searching sexual assault stories on Twitter? I mean, it's really, and this isn't even that. Like, by the way, but you I didn't even, yeah. No, I, I really, the point of the story was that like these nice people checked in. What I noticed is that it must have gotten picked up on, I don't even want to say the R word, but you know, the website rhymes with Schmedit, <laughs> rhymes with Roger <laughs> Fediter. Yeah. I've heard of it. You know what I mean? And it must have gotten picked up there because all these fucking incel basement dweller pieces of shit come to the tweet. And half of them were like, we wish you would have finished the job. Like, what job? Walking behind what? me? What are you talking about? And yeah, what? crazy, crazy things. Come like, on. And then it's like any woman who's expressing, like, I was in a dangerous situation or I felt uncomfortable all of a sudden becomes the enemy to these guys who, like, can't get laid. And then... A lo- the big thing is, which I noticed, it is this wild. Is, it's wild. This is a big trend too, and I noticed this too when, like, uh, if people tweet something funny about their kids. Remember the woman who, yeah. or I forget who was like, my child put his arms up and said Wakanda forever. <laughs> Remember that tweet that went viral, where this woman was like, and my Sorry. child <laughs> said Wakanda forever, and it, like went viral, and then everyone was like, your kid did not say Wakanda forever. <laughs> Like this never, this scenario never happened. So all of these people were like, yeah, that happened. Like apparently there's a Reddit group. I think that's probably where it got picked up. It's like backslash that happened, meaning it didn't, you know? Come on. Obviously it did happen But your story isn't even that, it doesn't have any uh, crazy details to it. I know. Like a guy in a leather jacket. It's not like a guy in a big bird suit came after you. Like That was me. I was in the big bird suit. Hello. Follow that bird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. New, by the way, my least favorite movie. You want to talk about a movie that scarred me really? as a child? Oh, my. Oh, that's a good movie. <gasps> Follow that bird fucked me up so badly growing up. All those bird it's movies. Really Howard the Duck. Follow the bird. All those bird <laughs> puppet movies growing up fucked me up. Full, full fact. I don't know. Yeah, it was a little mean for a Sesame Street movie but i really liked it he got separated from his family in it yeah maybe that's why i'm an i have anxious attachment because of follow that bird is that possible (laughs) it really scarred me growing up it's it's probable 
Anyway, didn't have like SCTV people like every 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 actor that kids love. It was like oh, it was like Bob Newhart. I mean, it was just like what is this? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) that's hilarious. So that's basically it, Dan. You've been watching um, a movie that that story basically goes nowhere. I'm just going to tell anyone listening right now that this episode is is just an exhausted episode, but we're cranking (laughs) them out. We want you to be entertained. We're trying our best. Dan, what's new in your life? You had a party yeah. this weekend. Oh, yeah. I had a party um, that was, I, th- I think it went really well. I, I co-hosted with a friend of mine because we're, mix- we're missing like mixers where you like actually meet new people. So we split the guest list and we both uh, invited people over. We both had, uh, we both made food, had a big old punch bowl that apparently had way too much sugar in it because every single person had a massive hangover the last no. day. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's why but, I don't. That's why I try not to do cocktails anymore. Like I will not. I'm really trying. This is this is my diet plan. Ready? Eat loaves yeah. and loaves of bread and candy, but then I'm drinking <laughs> a lot of water, no wine, and only vodka, and sometimes tequila. Oh, I'm the opposite. I'm like not doing any. I'm not eating any carbs, but I'm drinking as per usual. That's hysterical. So <laughs> you're not eating any carbs. Take me back there. Wait, can I tell you one funny thing? Is that I ordered dinner tonight from this restaurant that I swear the name was Balls. And I went in, first of all, the entrance. <laughs> what, what, what was the attraction? <laughs> you, these huge overstuffed leather double seats. Very, and they were loose, barely stuffed. <laughs> Half stuffed, big leather seats. Comfortable. Comfortable. I loved sitting on that. Um, anyway, so dumb. Uh, but I went there to, because it was like in a hotel. I don't even know what the point of the story is, but I got a salad. I thought, oh, I'll be healthy. So I got a salad yeah. and I thought, mm, I'll get a side of fries because I'm like, mm, I'll be funny. And this is in fucking Dublin, by the way. Do you know how much my martini cost as I waited for them to make my food in Dublin? How much? 20 euro. At like not that Ooh. at not that nice of wow. a place. I'm sorry, in fucking Ireland, like in Manhattan at the nicest, maybe a polo bar. I don't even think yeah, maybe they maybe, charge twenty no. bucks. And that's twenty yeah. euro? I obviously did not know. Yeah, that's hard. What? Wow. And I said to him, Oh God. Anyway, so but I didn't say anything because what am I gonna do? Be like, I'm not paying this. Like obviously I'm paying it. <laughs> but what was funny is that I ordered this salad and a little thing of fries and I asked for the dressing on the side. Um and he goes, no problem. So when I got the thing, he goes, just be careful because the dressing is in like an open container. And I was like, huh? okay. <laughs> Wait, I was like, okay. was in like a paper bag. I was like. It's just a plate. A plate of dressing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, because I'll balance it for the half mile I have to Fire walk. beware. Yeah. yeah. And so I was walking and I'm like, God, this bag is so heavy. Like, what is, how much salad did they give me? And I got back to the hotel like an hour ago, opened it up. They put a full ceramic ramekin in the bag of the dressing <laughs> and metal fork and knife. Like they just gave me a whole place setting. Oh, I was like, thanks. <laughs> You're supposed to return it. I, I mean, I don't know. Did I tell you about the um, sex shop that opened up in my mm. neighborhood that is causing a lot of problems? I would like to hear about it. You did tell me about it, but tell the listener, because this is a great story. Talk to us about the sex shop. So there was a, a very prominent intersection right by the subway uh, where everybody everybody and their brother uh, goes back and forth all day. And there used to be a check-cashing place there. And, you know, it's surrounded by nice restaurants, cheap restaurants, 
it's it's a good neighborhood. There's a hardware store. There's whatever you want. Oh, there's, there's a hardware store. I'm sold. Um, as long as I can get yeah. my nuts and my bolts, I'm happy. That's right. For old, that, I good mean, old Frankenstein. As long as I can get my neck bolts, <laughs> po- as long as I can get my neck bolts polished, I know I'm in a good neighborhood. Exactly. Go on. So so that but this check cashing place was always like kind of an eyesore and like it's mm. a predatory business and whatever. So finally, it's gone. One one day. We wake up and it's gone. And pretty soon there's all these, uh, something is being built Mm -hmm. behind these walls that they've put up. And we don't know what it's going to be. Is it going to be, I I honestly don't know, Uh, but hopefully something useful because like it's It's exciting street that is. Yeah. Yeah. I love when you see the walls, like, you know, when there's like, oh, new business coming in. There's always that excitement. Like, what's it going to be? Okay. You get pumped. So. Uh So I think it was, well, two weeks ago, maybe, like, I, I turned the corner, and what's my wondering eyes does appear, but the mo- the walls are down. It is the most garish, neon, purple and white, big smooch mark, huge, like, disgusting, <laughs> like, sex shop. No. Called the Roman- Romantic Depot is Oh, my here. God. It has a permanent sign that says grand opening. So you know what it's going to be like. It has. You know what? Uh, you know Chris one. Rock's joke grand opening, grand closing. But wait, what? Yeah, right. <laughs> wait, how is it a permanent grand opening sign? Because it's like permanently part of the built. Like it, it's not a grand opening sign where they're going to remove the grand opening. It's just one of those places that's so tacky that it has permanently on the face of the building grand, grand opening. opening. Are you sure that's yeah. not a pun um, relating to sex? think about it uh, that's a good name the, for a sex uh, the, shop grand opening that's like um that uh, it's like a gilded age <laughs> remark or something i've never seen, seen the grand opening yeah, that's what I mean. or whatever that show is called <laughs> yes go on um, <laughs> uh over one hundred thousand items uh um, wow. gay trans straight all welcome although if you go inside it's very obviously straight um How, huge, why do you uh, say that i'm curious because it looks like shit. Like, it's so tacky. It's like, nobody would... Are gay sex chopped salad places nicer <laughs> than this one? No, are gay sex chopped classier? They're just... There's less of a... There's less pastels. There's less... I don't know. Yeah. Hold on yeah, a minute. I have there. to... I actually... Because can I... I have to fess up. I got to say something. Okay. Okay. Right. Let's just go there. Because I don't think my parents listen to this. Like... Any sex toy I've ever bought in my life has been on the internet. I've actually never walked into right. a sex shop to do it because it's right. like, I don't know. I, I am a five-year-old. It's disgusting. It's weird. I just don't want to do that. Well, it also, it smells like rubber and yeah. some sort of body fluid. Like, it's disgusting. Right. So, but um, I'm sorry, but wait, I want to ask a question because the sex shops, yeah. like the jokey ones that I've been in, let's say in like a New Orleans or even when Ricky's, remember Ricky's, how they used to have in the back? Oh, yeah. It was like, yeah. not for kids, but all you had to do is walk through this like red fringe and all of a right. sudden you're like, right, sex right, shop. Right. But are they, no, I'm sorry. I have questions because I really don't know. Are they geared yeah. more, they probably are geared towards men, right? Or I guess a little bit towards women, depending. Like babes and they say, toys in Babeland, that was like the women's no, it's, one. No, it's not like a babe. Yeah, it's no, not like a babe. No, that's the classy one. So, yeah, yeah. So they say on the, like, women, couples, singles, welcome. Everybody welcome. Okay. Um, and you go in, and there's, like, you know, the erotic candies. As soon as you walk in, it's like, BD- I've been there, like, three times already. I know, meanwhile, and by like, the way, okay. it's By the way, it's packed with customers every Is time it? I go in. Is it? <laughs> yes. No, yes. you're kidding. Who's in there? Yeah. What kind of customers? Like, like Brooklyn hipsters? Like, no, no. no. 
okay, got young it. people that are are not hipsters. Yeah. Um, now, are they in so there? The sorry, floor, I have a lot of questions. Yeah. I, I have to ask no, them. No, no, no. Are they Please. in there like uh, with in good faith? Like they're literally looking for a flashlight, or are they in there to like laugh? They're in there. I regret to say, legitimately looking to purchase. Listen, I'm something. not sex shaming anyone. I actually respect that. I wish no, I had it's the not sex shaming. I wish I had okay, the forest yeah. gumption to go into a big depot, romantic depot, and just buy a bunch <laughs> of shit and be like, "Okay, thank you so much, bye." Well, by the way, I should specify, like, it's uh, like so. My my surprise and my uh, whatever, my reaction mm-hmm. was not about being a sex shop whatsoever. Okay. It was just like it's it has this aesthetic of like we are the trashy and proud sex shop now i get it okay so that's got it you know like whatever so do you have a picture like, of it oh, can you text me a photo of it yeah oh i have yeah oh my I god how have you not wait, sent me I, one? Had, I, I took a, i took a whole tour wait <laughs> let me by the way i've this. never seen dan this hyped so this romantic depot okay, so, it's trashy it's got a big smooch mark they're constantly opening yeah Oh, I got him. So, um, okay. You did send me the wall of shame. Oh, I see. Wow, look at the size of these dongs. Lord. (laughs) What are these used for? You can't put that in anything. Can you? (laughs) Guess I'll find out. (laughs) BRB. Down at the depot. (laughs) Down at the depot. Oh, here's like a sex doll. She looks pretty good. There's like, uh, hold on a minute. Super size seven pounds of meat. Okay, I'm sorry. There's a I'm sorry. There's a sex toy here called the Jet Brutalizer, which is already very funny, but it's I'm sorry, it's 15 inches. That's like a gag, right? Or that's like for people. I mean, what is that for? People who well, like is that yeah. for like the Octomom? Like who's using that? <laughs> Who's using this? Seven pounds of meat. Can you meet the challenge? Do I win like a steak? I want to try. <laughs> I guess I'll have to try. I got to find out if I can meet the challenge. Oh, my goodness. Wait. I want to so, see the outside of the place, yeah. though. I'm still looking. Sorry. I think I think the outside was the, uh, might have been the last. Oh, this looks nice. Yogi teaser. That's classy. It's only $37. I'm going to. Oh, here's this lady standing there. Oh, I see. Well, they have plus size lingerie. We love inclusivity. <laughs> you have to go buy me some body stocking. Yes. Yeah. Oh, some like kinky masks. I hate those kind of masks so much, like the gimp mask. <laughs> I don't see a picture of the front. I just see the wall of shame, which we can talk about. Okay. So place opens. Okay. And now what's the reaction of the neighborhood? So people are freaking out on Nextdoor, which is my site I love to hate. Um, but people are freaking out. Uh, and for a variety of reasons, um, but I think probably mostly because it's it's just a really it's just really tacky, and they have bought real estate or whatever on yeah. this corner, and they they they're not crazy about it. Um, so eventually, one person is like, "Hey, there's a police precinct meeting, uh, so let's all go and um, complain about this place to the police." So um, I had to go. <laughs> like, Wait, you went like, just this is a community you... meeting? Yeah. You saw it next door and you were like, I got to be there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So and I was happened? not alone. Some other people came that were obviously for the audience. So uh, somebody comes up the, at the beginning and it's like, um, hey, uh, well, there's two problems with that. One, this is not technically, according to New York law, an adult business. What is it? Because they do not. It's a retail space <gasps> because they do not sell pornography. 
They just sell like lifeline. They just dolls. sell se- fifteen inches and yeah. seven pounds of meat. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. So whatever. I've gotten my answer, but so I'm just like, okay, if that's the answer, then whatever. Right. But these people like are not um having it. So this woman uh stands up at the back of the room. She's like, wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me that, that you would be okay if a pet store opened up on the same street with like puppies from a puppy mill? Like she was scoring points. Like that is, that is like a literally stupid example. Another <laughs> example of an objectionable business that is totally legal. Anyway, it was a bunch of stupid. It was a lot of stupidity. Yeah, but, uh, it appears that they are here to stay. Okay, so people are pissed in the neighborhood. You go to this meeting. You're like now you're a political you're you're now a political lightning rod. Oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Because uh, uh, yeah, it, and actually, the people at the meeting were like, "It's great that you all came out for this uh, sex shop thing. We hope you come next month because we do this like twelve times a year." And I'm going to start going actually because I don't want to be like a poser. But uh, <laughs> but I, some okay. people were definitely there. Mm. Yeah. Just to be like in the audience, but I thought the whole thing with you is that you're now running for office because of this. Isn't that isn't that where this is headed? <laughs> no. Is no, that I'm not also, related? No, I'm not. It's not related. I I'm also you like... were running for office because of the sex shop in your neighborhood, and that's why when that story just ended, I'm like, and isn't there an announcement you want no, to make no, no. on the show? No, I sent you a funny article that came out today about a protest that was the latest oh. on the... Uh, Listen, this is like um, Howard Stern style. I feel like all of this protesting for this store is only going to get them more publicity. Like, I want seven pounds yeah. of meat. now, and that's a bargain. What is it, twenty nine ninety five? <laughs> You're not going to get seven pounds of meat anywhere for that price. <laughs> that's a freaking steal, Absolutely honestly. Not. Yeah, I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> I see it. It's just, also, it's funny that people are getting so up in arms about a place called the Romantic Depot. Like, I mean, I can understand it. <laughs> but, you know, I remember growing up, there were sex shops along the highway that we would drive by. Now, when I look in, but there's like sex shops on Christopher Street yeah. and stuff where there are kids. So I don't understand, I guess, why it's like a real, I guess it just cheapen the neighborhood a little bit. I get it. But where should they yeah, put them? Yeah. Where should the, they put the them? That, well, they want to move a, a few blocks over where there's less foot traffic, but like it's right by, as soon as you get out the subway, you see the, Romantic Depot. Romantic Depot. I want to read. Yeah, so yeah, can yeah, I look so. at some reviews online about this place? Because now I'm starting to wonder Absolutely. if some of your neighbors have like started to talk some shit about it. Hold on a minute. Romantic Depot. I find one in Ireland. I'm like, mm, open till midnight. Got to run. Okay, here it is. There's one in Paramus. Oh, it's a chain. Did you know that? Yes, it's a chain. Yeah. Yep. There's one in uh, Paramus. There is one on Broadway. And let's see. Search this area. And it's right there. It is. I found it. <laughs> Hun, guess how? Much, guess the reviews. Guess the reviews for this place. What? One hundred and ninety-four <laughs> reviews. Five stars. What? It does not have a single y'all. Is this the same okay. place? Hold on a minute. Wait. Sorry. Is this the place on? Don't. Sorry. Give me a minute. On 906 yeah. Fulton Street. Yes. Yes. Babe. Okay, but that's the thing. Because they... Okay, so there was a protest the other day. And because he has a chain of stores, uh, this guy, Bozzetti or whatever, um, who owns it... Bozzetti? You haven't mentioned he, that. He... 
he paid he paid people with $25 gift cards to come and counter protest. So like <laughs> that's amazing. By the way, I'm so like, I'm on the yeah. depot side. I'm I know. <laughs> I know. I'm completely supporting the depot at this yeah. point. Go on. So so like so like you know two dozen people or whatever came from like the churches around, and then he he's there with like two hundred people from like all these other branches. That's hilarious. That are there. <laughs> By the way, people are really funny. People are putting their full names. Glenda Guerrero says. Great customer service. I asked for dildos and got schooled about all the different types that were in the store. I don't want to sex shame anyone here, but it is just kind of funny, like Glenda, because, you know, your whole name is attached to it. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's funny. People love the depot, babe. And everyone's like, Ugh, it's great. Everything for your It's great pleasure. customer service. I have to say, like, when I went in, they were extremely friendly. Oh, that's nice. Cliff My friend and went in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those guys. Um, no, I went in with a friend that he had, we have, you have to check your bag. And he had like a big oversized thing of dried shiitake mushrooms from the store. Right. And so he checked it. And the, uh-huh. and, the, <laughs> and, the girl, and the girl was like, Ooh, I love mushrooms. Gonna make some miso soup. Like she was really having a conversation about these mushrooms. Like it's, it's great customer service. I have to say. I feel like I've stepped into an alternate universe. I'm in Ireland. It's 1130 p.m. at night. I literally, my eyes are, I'm so exhausted. And hearing you talk about miso mushrooms right now, I'm just like, what happened? I don't understand what is going on. I'm really, I honestly almost feel sick. Like, I can't explain it to you. I'm just, I'm exhausted. I have not slept well. Tonight's the night. Tonight I'm going to sleep and I cannot fucking wait. I don't think there's anyone in the room next to me. I'm going to take a Melatoni Soprano. I'm going to curl up under those covers. I'm going to really take a good little nice nap. I want to wake up early and like walk around tomorrow. I don't know what there is Mm. to do in Dublin. I was here many, many, many years ago. I think in 2006, I came here with um, some college friends. And I remember we were here for one day. Then we went to Galway. And uh, all I remember about Galway is that I made out with this like really tall guy named Charlie, who it was almost as though I drugged his drink. He was so wasted that I thinking about it. I'm like, I don't think Charlie knew that that was happening. <laughs> like, I'm like, wait, I don't think Charlie was like of the right mind to know exactly what was going on. Um, and then we went to the Cliffs of Moher, which was so beautiful. Ooh. And I tripped and everything fell out of my bag. And then we all cried laughing. It was just so much fun. But Dublin, I'm like, ah, I'm not into beer. You know, I'm not a Guinness person. It's very pretty, though. So what happened today was I I worked. I had stuff this morning. Eventually went to this, like, local airport in London called um, City Airport. It's, like, really tiny. Got there. It was great. Get on this little plane. Land in Dublin. Now, do you ever have the stress when you're in a new city of finding at the airport where the Ubers pick you up from? There's oh, always yeah, totally. this total heart-stopping stress. Yeah. Of like, oh, and then they complicated. And I believe that some cities, I actually think in this case, they purposefully made it so complicated so that you can't find it. So you're forced to take a taxi. I'm telling Mm. you, because it was like, go to, I mean, I'll pull it up. It was like, go to level three, zone 18. You're like level three. There was no levels. Like, what is this? It was just (laughs) so confusing. And so I and I, I brought a duffel without any wheels, like an absolute idiot. So I'm like hoisting. I, you know, I look like I just got off. I'm telling you the plane from Afghanistan. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like schlepping all this stuff. And I just see this bus that just says Dublin on the side. <laughs> and I went, 
is this going to Dublin? And they went, yeah, it's about to leave. You're about to hurry up, get your ticket and get on the bus. I was like, okay. And I got a ticket. And I didn't even know where it was going. I just said Dublin. I was like, perfect. So I paid eight euros. And the driver was like the short, bald, kind of like stocky guy, handsome, sweet, kind eyes. You know, that goes a long way with me. He really had like a kind face. And I, I was like, does this go to Dublin? Like, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm in a stupid place today. I feel that I'm dumb. I feel like, Dan, tomorrow we should record a part two when I've slept and, like, we're funny. <laughs> like, tomorrow okay. at noon, we should do part two and maybe make that part one and this part two. Because I'm like, this can't be the show this week. It's just too stupid. But <laughs> in the meantime, but he kept putting his, like, kind of thick, meaty, seven pound of meat hand on the small of my back <laughs> as he spoke to me. Which, it's, like, mm. a very intimate place to touch someone. And... Yeah. I didn't mind it. See, this is where I'm confusing. I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, oh. I think because I felt so, I was so, I was so lost. Like, I was just so confused and it felt comforting. I was like, yes, thank you. He was really nice. Before my stop, he got up and went, you there, this is your stop. You got to get off here. And I was like, thank you. And then he let me out there. Oh, nice. He was really sweet. And then he let me out of the bus. And I was still like a 12 minute walk, which is nothing normally from the hotel. But you have to understand my bag literally weighs 45 pounds and has no wheels. Yeah. So I'm like there, you know, strong man and get like Magnus von Magnuson. I'm like, OK, I won't make it. <laughs> so I decide, let me get an Uber from here. Two minutes because it was like really close to the hotel. This fucking cab comes. Second time this has happened to me in Ireland where they pick you up and then they drive you. And I have ways open so far out of the way to fuck you over. Just a heads up if you get and because yeah. it's not an Uber, it's a taxi. Well, on that note, thanks for listening to Midnight Snack. As I'm <laughs> you know that my favorite Wikipedia page is the Muppets Who Grow Eyelids. You know, there's a page that just shows you all the Muppets who can get tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except they also all look like they're orgasming. It's so funny if you go to it. <laughs> Elmo is just like constantly coming. Like, I'm just like, Elmo, stop that. Um, <laughs> in the meantime, that's how I feel right now. Like Elmo just post, just smoking a ciggy, just, ready to go to just, sleep. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for listening, right. you guys. This has been a really fun episode. This has been like torture for me in the best way. Like having to perform when I'm in my pajamas at midnight after traveling. Do you know what I mean? It's hard. It's yeah. hard. I also, yeah. yeah. Danny, boy, you know, I love you so, so much. You're a constant, you. you're, you're a rock in my life and I adore you. Thank you for doing the show tonight. Even the microphone feels heavy. Like it's hard for me to, it's like hard for me to hold it. Oh, no. Um, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, also, one last thing, a little promotional moment. Uh, I'm going to be doing these recaps for Married at First Sight Australia, which is starting next week on Lifetime, March 30th. Uh, I've seen some of the episodes. I have to tell you something. It is genuinely probably one of the best seasons of any reality show I've ever seen in my life. And I'm not saying that to like mm -hmm. get you on board. I actually have been saying that for weeks. And then they hired me for it if that makes sense. Like it happened <laughs> yeah. after right, I was talking right, right. about it. So yeah. I believe that I manifested this job, but it's great. It's starting on uh, Wednesday. So tune in March 30th because I'm going to be doing, I did my first TikTok this week. I felt so old. Oh my goodness. It was so hard, but I did it. I pushed through. It's all about just realizing nobody has any shame. Once you get past that, TikTok is a breeze. Once you realize, oh, nobody has shame. The TikToks just come flying out. You're like, this is so you easy. Can't, uh, 
You can't acquire shame. Yeah. You can't well, buy it at that's the hilarious. End. And one does <laughs> just doesn't acquire shame. Well, I have no intention on getting shame. <laughs> Shame's not just something you can pick up at the corner store. All right, look. I don't have shame. I don't want shame. I don't even say shame. Okay. <laughs> oh God. One of my favorite fucking quotes from that show ever. Oh my goodness. She had such grace. <laughs> you know, some people say I have grace. You can't have some grace. They have grace, or you don't. All right, Dan, I love you so much. I have no grace right now. I'm gonna go to bed. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. We'll see you next week. We'll be fresh. We'll have a guest. Thanks for listening. Don't give up on us. Bye. Midnight Snack is an Earwolf production, executive produced by me, Michelle Collins. Our producer is Anita Flores, and our sound engineer is Sam Kiefer. Special thanks to my friend Dan Acton. You can listen to our ad-free episodes on Stitcher Premium. For a free one-month trial, use the code SNACK. Please rate and review Midnight Snack and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. You can follow us on Twitter at MNightSnackPod. That's M-N-I-G-H-T-S-N-A-C-K-P-O-D. I love spelling. Midnight Snackers, we would love to hear from you. Send us your feedback, questions, or topics we should chat about. You can leave us a voicemail on our party line at 331-901-0005 or drop us a line at midnightsnack at earwolf.com. For more of me, tune in to The Michelle Collins Show live weekday mornings from 7 a.m. Eastern Time on Radio Andy, Sirius XM 102, and on the Sirius XM app. You can also follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Mishkoll, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, mishcall, M-I-C-H, C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye guys.